Do you ever need to send money internationally? As an entrepreneur with businesses in Aruba and Europe, the need for a convenient and inexpensive way to send money around the globe is a constant in my life. For these transactions, I trust TransferWise to give me the best rate every time. While there may be many ways to get your money from A to B, those transfers will cost you a lot more than they should. And it's the old way. But TransferWise uses clever new technology that gives you great exchange rates at a low fee. You can trust that they will never mark up the exchange rate ever. The founders of TransferWise, Tavit and Christo, were just like you and me, frustrated by their bank's bad exchange rates and high fees from international transfers. They wondered what if we could bypass the banks all together. So they built TransferWise. That was a whole seven years ago, and today more than two million people use TransferWise. There are people sending money back home, businesses that are paying their suppliers, freelancers getting paid, and the more customers they have, the more their already low fees can drop even further. So put some money in your pocket for the more important things in life, because no one ever said it's important that my bank gets some extra dough. Test it out for free at transferwise.com/podcast or download the app. Once again, that's transferwise.com/podcast. Transferwise, the wise way to send money. Hi, and welcome to another episode of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. This is officially the latest I have ever sat down to record this podcast. Uh, it's pretty late Thursday night. <laughs> Um, and this podcast is released around 1 a.m. Uh, East Coast time. So I'm thinking that this week's episode is as close to real time uh, as it can just possibly get. <laughs> and this is to me, uh, to me a pretty interesting thing because I love the format of podcasting. But since I record once a week and we produce it and sometimes we, you know, we, we cut it and edit it and we add commercials and all these things, uh, I do them a couple of days in advance even. Uh, and sometimes I have guests on and it takes a couple of weeks for the podcast to be released. And I like the 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 medium of being able to really communicate as close to real time as possible, which is why I love social media so much. And I love Instagram story and I, I use that all the time. Um, but normally with the podcast, there's always like a little bit of lag time, right? Like I'll record on a Tuesday and then everybody listens on, on a Friday. And for me, since everything is from the heart, usually so much has happened since then. <laughs> um, but this episode that you're listening to right now is basically recorded in real time. So let's let's see how this all works out. Oh, let's, uh, let's take a breath. So in through the nose, full, full inhale. And release through the mouth. Oh, I'm just sitting here smiling right now. I just literally just now finished a really long trip and just came home to Aruba uh, after traveling for about, uh, I don't know, I think 16, 17, 18 maybe <laughs> hours. So uh, my voice is a little bit hoarse. I'm super tired. I'm mega jet lagged and sitting down right now to share with you what is just a total roller coaster of, of, of crazy emotion. Holy, holy cow. If you've been following along through social media, uh, I just shared this actually right before I left because I was a little... Um, hesitant to talk about it <laughs> in social media, but uh, I made this decision to go home, to go to Aruba. Uh, after traveling for 10 weeks, we've been to Europe for, I mean, we've been traveling around Europe for two and a half months, everything from, from we've been to Spain and Italy and France and, and all over, Sweden mostly. Uh, and I made a decision to change my flight and go to Aruba five days earlier before uh, the baby and Dennis. So I've left my family behind. 
just saying those words is like, what the hell is happening right now? Um, and yeah, I, I've gone through such an emotional day today. I'm probably going to cry as I record this, but I've left my family behind. Just, just that sentence sounds so absolutely insane. Um, but what's been going on is, and I'm, I know in the, maybe this is not a big deal. You know, it's just, it's just, I, I'm, I decided to go home a couple of days early, but for me, it really is a huge deal. And judging by just the amount of, of comments I received on my latest Instagram post, I shared on Instagram how difficult it is for me to, it was for me to travel today. And I have something like, I don't know, 1,500 comments from mainly mothers uh, who really know this feeling or this challenge of doing something for yourself or saying bye to your kids for, for a day or two or, or going on a trip or just, you know, leaving them for, for not for a second, leaving, leaving for a second, I think is, 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 is pretty good. Um, but yeah, for, for a trip like this. So I think I'm not the only one who, who feels this way, but holy shit, has it been uh, a really, really hard thing to do. Uh, I've been talking about this on the podcast over the past couple of months uh, since we traveled. And this has been super interesting, but because I've, I've gone through this back and forth, highs and lows, I have had such a hard time uh, when it comes to to really anchoring and to, to being in my body and, and finding calm. It's been a super challenging thing. I've, I've really struggled with my well-being overall. And of course, we've had amazing experiences and We've had our best friends, uh, got married, we went to three weddings, we've done so many things, spent time with family, explored, I mean, it's been amazing. But overall, all throughout this amazingness and these beautiful experiences that we've had, me personally, I have had this sort of undercurrent of not feeling good all the time. <laughs> and this is kind of a kind of a hard thing to admit, like, because, yeah, I, I don't really know yeah, I don't know how to address it. I don't know where, what it, where it comes from. I don't really know. I'm not used to this. Um, uh, last week's podcast episode, I shared my toolkit or my emergency toolkit for well-being. So when I'm going through a tough time or, or something shitty, uh, I have this little toolbox that I open and I use different tools to get myself back into a good space. So everything from yoga to meditation to what I eat to little breathing exercises, things like that. Uh, and the reason I wanted to share them on last week's podcast is because I have had this toolbox open every single day <laughs> uh, over this past trip, over this past two, 10 weeks. Um, and not just because, you know, it's 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 great to have a self-care practice, no, no, different from that. Of course, I have a self-care practice. I practice yoga every day. I do different things that are part of my routine to feel good. But this emergency toolbox, <laughs> I call it, it's really for emergencies or for like, oh, I'm not feeling good. I want to pull myself out of that. And I've basically had that toolbox open. Um, yeah, every day for 10 weeks because I haven't been feeling well. <sighs> and it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a hard thing to admit, I guess, a hard thing to address because it's not like I'm, you know, I'm not depressed. I'm not working through something heavy. Like I have a super beautiful life. I'm mega privileged. I have a beautiful family and we just had a really beautiful trip. But there's been something going on inside of me throughout the, this, this whole time that has made me sort of, yeah, just feel a little bit mm, not home. I guess that's that's as close as I can get to. It hasn't been sadness. It hasn't been anger, not frustration. It's been this sort of agitation a little bit. Like I just, like I haven't felt at home. I felt completely, yeah, uprooted, not grounded. 
Uh, and this, of course, you know, has led to a bunch of different things. And, and uh, one of those things has been lots of arguments and actual a couple of real fights that I've had with my husband. And we never fight. I mean, literally never fight. He's a very, very difficult person to provoke. Like nothing provokes him. He uh, never gets angry. I mean, really, my, my mom said the other day, she's like, Dennis, like what happens when you get mad? Like when you get angry? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> she's like, but I've never seen you angry. Like, what does it look like? <laughs> like it's, you know, and she's known him for eight years. She's never seen him like genuinely angry about something. He's a super easygoing guy, really grounded, really at ease. Um, and he takes, he takes life really lightly. So even, you know, when we, when we argue or we discuss, uh, very rarely do we get to a place of actually fighting about stuff. And it's mostly because of him, not so much because of me. But over these past couple of weeks, we have had a couple of like genuine real fights. And uh, he's going to come on the podcast, I think, maybe next week. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this stuff because we have finally arrived at some learning. Um, I say this all the time. I love sharing. I love sharing a really vulnerable, transparent, human, raw side of my life. And I love it when other people do the same. The people that I really enjoy um, following through social media that I feel really inspired by are the people that are genuinely sharing what's going on in their lives, like this really raw, vulnerable piece of themselves. So not so much the big inspiration of the people that can, you know, do great stuff with their bodies. Like that's that that can be inspirational sometimes. But for me, it's more it's more the heart, right? So being transparent enough to share not just the great and the easy and the beautiful and the inspirational, but also the lows and, and the shameful and the ugly and the insecure and all of that. So uh, what I do always try to do is whenever I'm going through something, whatever it is, uh, there's a difference between sharing something when you arrive at a place of wisdom, when you arrive at a place of realizing something. So usually that's when I'll, I'll have an epiphany of some sort, like, ah, oh, now, now it clicked into place. Okay, I get it now, or I get something now. And then I'll share, like I'll write something together and then I'll share it as a caption on Instagram. That's sort of how I roll. But if you're in the middle of this ongoing thing, I very rarely share it um, in that moment because then it's still connected to drama in different ways. So yeah, that's why I, I, I haven't spoken about me and Dennis fighting because I really haven't been able to figure it out. And it is totally about me. I mean, really, I mean, of course, he, he plays a, a small piece, but it's really been me. It's been like something that I have been going through uh, over these past couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, we had, I don't know, I can't remember how many weeks ago we had one of those fights and it really became like a fight fight. And what it's been, it's I have been wanting to go home for, for a really long time. And Dennis has absolutely not. And somehow it became, you know, the more we kind of argued about stuff, the more important it became for me to go home and the more important it became for him to stay uh so we've kind of just been like going around circles and and then we stopped fighting well, okay 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 let's just let's just be here now let's just like roll with, with where we are but I still had this undercurrent of not feeling good so inevitably we'd end up in the same place like oh you know and round and round we went and then yeah a couple of weeks ago we had one of those fights and it really escalated and he got super angry like really 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 angry and through that anger like it's a beautiful thing Really, okay, in the moment, it's, it's, it's hard, of course, but um, yeah, him, him stepping in and owning that emotion is a beautiful thing because it, it came with this big release and this big moment for both of us to kind of unload stuff that we'd been sitting with. Um, and we talk all day, every day. I mean, we do everything together. We wake up together. We have a baby together. We have a business together. We spend all day together. We go to bed together, travel together. I mean, we're together all the time. 
but it's easy to kind of slip into this day to day, you know, where you kind of, you exist on one level and everything is good and fine. Um, but you know, there can still be things that lie under surface. Maybe that has been, um, that has been challenging for him or challenging for me that we haven't really arrived at. And for this trip specifically, we haven't had that regular day to day that we actually have at home. We haven't had the ability to sit and really share with each other and really genuinely be with each other because we haven't, I mean, logistics has been one thing. We've been in hotels, we've shared a room with, with the baby. So when she sleeps at night, we've been, you know, kind of forced to be super quiet. We haven't been able to have those dinners where we vent and share and talk the way we normally do at the end of every single day. That's kind of gone out the door. And our apartment in Sweden is tiny and we share one little studio apartment. So same thing there. So I realized how important it is, like, you know, in Aruba at home where we live every day at the end of the day, I mean, every day we put the baby to bed at seven and seven thirty, we're cooking together, we're eating together and we have, you know, two hours at least where it's just him and me and we talk and, you know, like I share my day, he shares his day, we talk about stuff, we, you know, get into if there's any issues or problems, like we, we kind of bring that to surface every day. It's a really healthy, healthy part of our relationship. And for this trip to Europe, we totally lost it. So, you know, and, and, and I can really see how that was, that was such an important part of our relationship that we really need to function well together. We lost that. So we stopped communicating well. And then these little things started to grow. And, you know, I think things just got worse and worse. So after that big fight we had a couple of weeks ago, we arrived at a place where like, okay, you know, this is just not working. Like we have to do something. And, the, and I decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to go home. <laughs> I'm just going to go home. And it was actually, you know, him who said, okay, well, you know what? I would love to stay with the baby in Sweden. Like really genuinely would love to stay with her in Sweden. Uh, we have a couple of things happening in Sweden right now, which was a big reason why he didn't want to leave. Uh, one of them being my brother. I mean, my brother, not his brother, but my brother who lives in LA is in Sweden uh, now. Uh, and of course, you know, we both really wanted him to be with the baby and to spend time with him. But for me still like this urge to go home, it's just, it's bigger than everything else. I, I love my brother. I miss him all the time, but it was like this, this urge to go home was bigger than that. And then is really wanted to spend time with him. And then our, one of our best friends, uh, from Aruba is in Sweden now, and he really wanted to show him Stockholm. And then we haven't seen my dad a lot. And he really wanted to go and spend some time at my dad's house. Like he's really like in this kind of family, friends, summer, explore, like really, really fun place right now. And I've been sort of a roadblock to all of that. So he suggested, he's like, you know what? Like I'll stay with the baby. And I was like, what? Wait, wait, like we're going to split up. I'm going to go to Aruba. I'm going to go home on my own and you're going to stay with the baby. And like, what? Like, you know, in the moment it actually felt like a, like a failure. Like we're going to we're going to split up because this is not like, we should like get to a place where we, where you're happy and I'm happy. He's like, well, apparently like, it's not it. Like this middle ground just isn't it for either of us. And he's like, if I go home now, because you force me, I'm going to super resent you. And if you stay here because I force you, you're going to resent me. So let's just like, maybe you need like a week or, you know, a couple of days just to be completely alone for no specific reason other than that you really need it. <laughs> and this for me, this idea of aloneness holy holy shit like I am never alone I mean really I'm never alone (laughs) 
uh, especially since becoming a mom. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with the baby all the time. The only times I've been away from her, and I have been away several times, it's been for work. And it's been one of those things where it's like, I have to go. So it's sort of like the decision has been made for me through the business. Um, I mean, I, I went to LA for three days, twice. And both of those times, I mean, still, actually, it was four days with travel time. So it's not that far off from the strip that I have now. But it was sort of like, okay, well, I'm going because it's a work engagement. So it's like, I put on this work hat and I block everything else out and I go. And that has been okay. It didn't come with this um, this big piece that came with me leaving now, which I actually haven't felt at this scale before. Guilt. <laughs> yeah, guilt. So when I've traveled for work, I mean, and it's been shorter times, but it's been, you know, for the business, uh, I haven't felt guilty about it because I felt like, okay, this is something that I need to do to keep our business moving and to make sure that, you know, we're cared for and it's for the family and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I go and I work and it's super intense and, you know, not the only time I've had one time of really sleeping in away from the baby. And it was uh, at a wedding last weekend with Dennis. We had one night where we slept in, which was amazing. But every other time I've been away from her, it's been work and it's been more intense and more stressful than anything else I do. So I've never, I mean, since she came, uh, I haven't had a, a day to myself just to be with me. And that's kind of weird. <laughs> Isn't that kind of weird? Like I was really backtracking. Okay, she's 15 months old. Um, and also, I mean, before I had her, I'm, I'm really crap at this, but at least then, you know, it's a different, different life, like life before motherhood was a different life than life now. Um, but I, you know, the times that I have been away from her, it's been doing something. It's been, um, like we had a bachelorette party for my best friend, which was totally crazy, uh, like doing, or, you know, I don't know, like just this, this place of resting <laughs> and being alone. Like I have not had that for so long alone and you know it was kind of the heat of the moment and we arrived at this place and then the thought of it I started thinking about it I was like okay well I could go, I could go alone let's look at the flights so we went online and we looked at flights and there was this one ticket on the 14th which is right now today uh, that was pretty good and then the next ticket that was affordable was the 19th and he's like okay it's five days so I can take the 19th uh, he was actually supposed to stay till the 25th um, but I would never, could never be away from, for the, from the baby for 10 days. He's like, okay, you'll go on the 14th. I'll go on the 19th with the baby. And you'll have five days to be completely alone at our home in Aruba, like your favorite place in the world to just be with you and not to work and not to like, you know, cause that's where my mind went. I was like, okay, well imagine the, like how much stuff I can get done if I'm alone for five days. What? I could do this, 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 and this. I could get all of these things, you know, my like working mind immediately got really excited and then it was Dennis who was like, no, like you're, if you go, like you can't go, like you shouldn't go if it's to work. He's like, you know, if you're going to go to work, you might as well stay in Sweden and you can just take, take every day for these five days and just go work. He's like, that's not the point. You're supposed to go because you need a break. You need to rest. You need to arrive back at that place of grounding that you've totally been missing for like a really, what feels like a really long time now. So I just said, okay, well, like the flight was there. It was affordable. We're like, okay, let's book it. So we booked and this was, I don't know, two, two weeks ago, maybe. And then I put it out of my mind and I haven't shared it with anybody. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say really through, through social media or anything. I didn't like tell the world, oh my God, I'm, I'm leaving because I felt really ashamed. <laughs> and that's also a, an interesting, another emotion that I find is very tied to 
motherhood overall. Um, guilt and shame. What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> Seriously, what is up with that? But yeah, I mean, and it took a while for me to identify like, what, what is it about me? Why am I, why, why didn't I like shout it off the rooftops? Like, I'm going to go and take five days and be by myself. <laughs> I, I didn't because I felt ashamed. I felt like this is not a good mother thing to do. Like a good mother doesn't just leave her baby. Like a good mother will leave her baby to go to work because, you know, we need to work and we need to have food on the table. So that's something that a good mother, like that's like within the spectrum of what a good mother is allowed to do. <laughs> I mean, that's really how my, how my mind was going, but like, does a good mother take five days to just be alone and like do yoga and take baths? Like that sounds so selfish. And I felt, and I felt really, really, yeah, shameful about it. And then I was like, okay, well like fork it, it's going to happen. So like, let's just, let's just roll with it. And then as the days have gone closer and closer and closer toward me actually depart, departing and, and leaving Sweden, I've had this increasing sensation of absolute anxiety like building inside of me like really especially the, the last three days before leaving it was it just got worse and worse and I felt like oh my god I you know I canceled everything else I just wanted to be with the baby I just you know I didn't want anybody to change her diaper I didn't want anybody else to like give her a bath it was it was so important that I got to soak up every little second of time with her because I felt so anxious about leaving. And, you know, it's just, it's just five days. Like, it's not like I'm leaving for five months or, or something like that. But that, that was the feeling that I had. Like, oh my God, oh my God, how will I live? How am I going to survive without her? Like, it's just, it's just, yeah. And the more I was kind of obsessing over it, the worse his anxiety got, leading all the way up until my last day in Sweden. And I could, you know, just could like barely enjoy being with her because I was so anxious about the thought of leaving her. And of course she's like, you know, the, the day before I left, she has the most amazing baby day. I mean, this was like, I mean, she's a really happy baby as is. I mean, she's a really, really happy baby. Um, but yesterday she spent all day from the moment she woke up I mean, till the moment she went to bed, she was just sunshine, like literally just running down the street, like running up to random strangers, hugging people, laughing at everything. She's just like, and this of course, like made my like, you know, anxiety like worse. I'm like, I, I can't leave her. I mean, I love her so much. I, I love her so much. Uh, that saying like, it's like having your heart beating outside of your body. I mean, it's, it's really true, but also like, I feel like we are so attached. I don't know how to separate and maybe it's easier to separate when I'm working because, uh, you know, because it's also attached to her well-being somehow. And then I have this stupid notion that my well-being isn't. Isn't it the stupidest thing ever? You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. I have been hard at work preparing for something big, and that means meetings after meetings. Spending the day on my computer and watching work presentations is a day spent in front of a screen, and that can get exhausting. I'm sure you've experienced it too. Heavy eyes, blurred vision, frequent headaches sometimes. I mean, these are all symptoms of digital eye strain. But now you can get everything done on screen while protecting your eyes at the same time with a pair of Felix Grey computer glasses. Felix Grey glasses are the stylish way to protect your eyes whether you're at work or even when watching your favorite shows on on Netflix. They filter blue light and eliminate glare from screens, which are two of the main culprits behind digital eye strain. This blue light filtering technology is embedded into the lens, so they're effective without the telltale yellow tint or color distortion of other glasses. Felix Grey's frames are handcrafted from the same material used in the biggest designer brands in the world, premium Italian acetate. I went for the Turing horn-colored frames and then is into the Jameson glasses and whiskey. 
but you should choose a style that suits you. Don't need glasses? Don't worry, there's no prescription necessary. Everyone can benefit from wearing a pair of Felix Greys. And to top it off, all orders include free shipping and returns. You have nothing to lose except blue light and glare. Get your own pair today. Go to felixgrayglasses.com slash yoga girl to try a pair of Felix Grey glasses right now. That's felixgrayglasses.com slash yoga girl. felixgrayglasses.com slash yoga girl. I mean, of course, when you think about it, like I was like, oh my God, it's self- how selfish of me to go and be by myself. Uh, but it's not selfish to go work. <laughs> but isn't it the most, I mean, really, isn't it like the most important thing that I take care of myself? Because what kind of mother can I be if I'm not feeling whole? Like if I'm feeling like crap, of course, you know, this 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 should be at the very, especially, you know, like it's, it's what I teach. It's what I preach is self-care and self-love. And then here I am in this role of motherhood where I put my baby so high above everything else uh, that I just feel feel guilty and shame shameful about just leaving her um, for me so it's it's been a really yeah a really hard couple of days and then of course you know I, I had to pack and it was a big mess and getting out of the apartment and all these things and then finally now uh, I had got everything together and since Dennis is flying alone with her I also took her, his suitcase and her suitcase I had three ginormous suitcases that I was taking with me and Ringo is flying with me as well and then when everything was done I'm completely packed I like laid back in bed and I just couldn't stop crying <laughs> I started bawling and and couldn't stop and it was just it was it was just so awful and then you know when you have one of those really great releasing cries like when you cry and you're crying so much you know you make a lot of noise and there's snot everywhere and it's just like a real cry like a cry cry not like a pretty cry you know like an ugly cry I had one of those cries um, with Dennis, of course, you know, like holding me and he's like, honey. And then he got nervous. He's like, you know, you can, you can just like change your flight, you know, like you don't have to go. You can just stay. <laughs> and even that, I mean, and it was pretty close. I was like, okay, should I look at flights? Should I just stay? But then I had, you know, three suitcases completely packed, everything ready to go, like a taxi book to go to the airport, all these things. And then I thought about it. I said, well, what is it? What is the worst part? Is it leaving my baby who I love so much? Um, you know, but I have left at other times and it hasn't been this hard. So there must be another component to this as well. Or is it this notion or the fear involved with me being completely by myself? Because when everything else is stripped away, what's left? <laughs> That's kind of an, an, an interesting thought. I mean, a little bit of a scary notion because I spend all day, every day engaged in doing and talking and being for and with other people all the time. And, you know, there's not a lot of time left in my day just for me, um, space for me to reflect, space for me to to really check in with, you know, what does it feel to be me if I'm not in the role of mom? If I peel away the mom layer and I peel away the wife layer and I peel away the boss layer and I peel away the yoga teacher layer, all these identities that I have, all these hats that I wear, if I take them all off, what's left? <laughs> it's like this, who am I? <laughs> I mean, really, like what's left? And, 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 I mean, I'm going to be super honest right now. It totally terrifies me. <laughs> it's super mega scary because it's been so long since I was alone with myself. I I just 
this, this fear was that, okay, I don't know what to do. What if I have like a panic attack? What if I can't relax? What if I freak out? What if I, you know, what if I miss her so much that I you know, can't function? Like, I don't, I don't know what the worst case scenario was, but it was something about being alone. You know, it was really, and this, especially, I mean, and these other hats, like, you know, this motherhood hat or the mom hat that I wear, it's especially connected to this feeling of guilt. Like I'm leaving her. And, you know, of course that's not true. I'm not leaving her. I mean, she's going to be with her dad who takes care of her exactly, you know, just as well as I do, uh, who spends a ton of time alone with her all the time. They're super close. Uh, and not only that, like she's going to be with her dad and her uncle, my brother, her grandpa, my dad. And, you know, her godfather who's now in Sweden, like all these amazing people who love her. It's not like I'm leaving her behind to be alone somewhere. Like, no, I am the one who's going to do something for me. And she's going to stay in Sweden, super cared of, cared for. And then in a couple of days, we'll see each other again. But I felt so forking guilty. I just, I, I couldn't get over it. So I sort of cried myself to sleep, decided that, okay, changing tickets like that, that's an insane idea. And there was a little part of me that was like, but I want to go right? I mean, I booked these tickets for a reason. Like I want to go. Um, I wasn't looking forward to being alone. I was just sort of so focused and kind of swept up in the idea of leaving that I hadn't even really thought that much about, you know, actually being alone. Um, but yeah, I ended up crying myself to sleep, woke up really early in the morning and yeah, just put all the bags in the, in the cab. And, uh, I, I, I thought before I said, okay, I'm going to wake her up and say goodbye because she normally wakes up around seven and I had to leave around seven. But then, you know, she wasn't awake. And then in the end, I thought, you know what, if I wake her up now and then I have to say goodbye, it's going to just tip me completely over the edge. And it's just going to be, no, it's going to be like a traumatic thing. So I said, no, I'm just going to go, you know. So I just, I just got in the cab and I left. And one of the first things that happened is that, that the cab driver was a super sweet, super sweet man. Before the first thing he asked, he's like, do you have children? <laughs> do you have kids? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I full on started crying in the car. I have a baby. She's the most amazing thing in the whole world. <laughs> oh my God, I'm crying right now just saying it. She's 15 months old and I had to leave her in Stockholm. <laughs> and this guy was like, you know, trying to keep casual conversation, <laughs> asking me if I had kids. And I just, you know, took completely had like a, a meltdown and, and, you know, crying about my baby. And he was like, well, where are you going? Are you going on vacation? Like, you know, what's happening? I said, no, I, I have to go home. And, and then I said this, and this is also like, I lied. I, I didn't say, no, I've had a, you know, I, I, I haven't been feeling so well. So I'm going to take a few days uh, just for myself. You know, I didn't say that because, you know, I, I don't know. Why the fuck did I just say that? Because I didn't want it to come off like I wasn't a good mom or something. I don't know. And why is it? the notion of just being alone or taking care of yourself. Why is that not synonymous with being a good mom? I really don't know. But no, I said, no, I have a lot of work to do. Um, so I had to go a little early, but my husband and my baby, they're coming in a few days. Why did I say that? Why did I lie? Yeah, see? So it's not so much you know, that I really care what he thought about me, but that's what I think about myself. And that's the problem. And I was thinking about that too. Like, and, you know, I don't judge other moms, like at all, at all. Someone asked me on, on Instagram, they said, you know, if this was Olivia, my best friend, if this was her wanting to take a few days for herself because she hasn't been feeling well and all these things, like you would be the, her, her number one supporter. Like you'd be like, that's amazing. Go, you know, be by yourself and do yoga and meditate and take care of yourself and you'll be a better mom and a better wife and a happier person. And it's great for everyone. 
Like I would just cheer her on so much, you know. Uh, I mean, really. So why am I so judgmental toward myself? Why am I so hard on myself? Why can't I give that same, you know, love my own way? Like, why the hell? And there's nothing, there's nothing really. <laughs> and it's so easy and so so clear. Like there's nothing more important than taking care of ourselves so that we, you know, you can't give from an, from an empty cup. We have to be full so that we can give. But yeah, when it comes to myself, I just, I throw all of those teachings out the door and, and I just beat myself up about everything I do all the time. So I ended up having a very eventful um, cab ride going to, to the airport at this poor cab driver. And yeah, he was like trying to console me and I was just crying and bawling. And then, and then I got on the plane and it was like, and it was okay. You know, I, I, I yeah. And then it, it, sort of the first flight, I had two flights. I had to go Stockholm, Amsterdam, and then Amsterdam, Aruba on the Amsterdam flight, uh, if I thought about her, I started crying. <laughs> it really, it was like that bad. If I, you know, I, I had to like, you know, force myself to not look at any photos. Like I was really kind of, yeah, intense about it. And then right before I boarded the flight, this woman came up to me. She's like, Hey, I just read your, I just read your Instagram post. I just wanted to say you're doing a great job. And can I give you a hug? <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, what the hell? Yes, thank you, thank you. Like, that's the sweetest thing. And then here's how something, how, how it kind of got interesting. I land in Amsterdam. I didn't have any time for the layover. I had to run, literally, to, to catch my flight. And I have Ringo and, you know, life. Um, and I, I, I board the plane. And, of course, because I have Ringo on the plane, like, people are always really curious. And they want to say hi to Ringo. And, you know, they it's it's always like a thing that I have a, the dog with me on the plane, of course. And this stewardess, she starts talking to us and she's super sweet. And she's like, oh, so, so uh, you're going to Aruba? Are you going on vacation? And I said, no, actually, I, I, I live there. And she says, oh, isn't that, that's the best destination. And I was like, what, Aruba? She says, no, home. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, home. And I just sort of, like those words, the fact that she said that, that's the best destination. Home, home is the best destination. <laughs> and it struck a chord in me that wasn't so much about, you know, this um, emotional space of feeling like I left my baby or feeling guilty or missing her or, or, you know, all those things. But it struck a chord like deep in my soul. <sighs> really, it's the best destination. Home, home is the best destination. Not just me going home as in going to my house where I live, but going home as in feeling home in myself, which I just, I haven't felt in such a long time. And I'm wondering, is it something that relates to motherhood in that way? Because, you know, we spend nine or 10 months making a home for a new being inside of our own bodies like you know the body that has been my home for as long as I've lived also becomes someone else's home and then you know you birth that being and all of a sudden that being becomes more important than anything else you've ever had in your arms in your entire life and it takes over everything I mean the love for her it's it's so big I, I just I I don't know how to explain it even when she was born, Dennis had to remind me, he had to ask, he's like, did you pee today? And it could be like 4 p.m. And I was like, oh shit, no, no, you know. And I had to like remind myself to drink water, to go to the bathroom, to eat, uh, because I just forgot. I just, I was so <laughs> kind of wrapped up in Lea Luna and her well-being and this whole, you know, this love that was just like knocked me off my feet that I forgot about myself completely. And I know this is normal and I know, you know, every mother goes through this and to different degrees and all of that. And, you know, at some point, at least for me, 
I mean, I, I think for everyone, it's also about finding our way back to ourselves, right? So not just, you know, I don't like the, the term, you know, getting back to normal because there's no normal. I mean, the new normal is, is the space and it's better for me. Life as a mom, it's better than anything I've ever done in my whole life. But there's a part of me that, um, that has also missed me, I guess, that has also missed me just being, <laughs> just being me, <laughs> having no one else to worry about because this love also inevitably comes with a big fear and it comes with a lot of worry and, and you know, I'm anxious about stuff and, if, and yeah, it comes with guilt and all that stuff as well. But what about me if it's just me and I'm, you know, not with that mom hat, you know, for a day or five, what then? And there's needs and there's things that I think are going on inside of me that I haven't addressed the way I normally would since becoming a mom, just because I, I don't put myself first anymore. And I know that's just, it's, it's a normal thing, but I think that's why that, just that, that sentence, like, you know, home is the best destination. I was like, whoa. And in that moment, just something totally shifted. I don't know. I can't even explain it. Something totally shifted. And I went from that kind of you know, tearful, slightly panicky feeling of, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do with myself for five days? Why did I get on this plane? Why did I leave my baby? I miss her so much. I miss Dennis. Oh, you know, my family. Why did I leave my family behind? And it became like, I'm going home. <laughs> and everything just changed. I just, I could feel myself completely relaxed. And then the for next thing that happened is I fell asleep on a plane. I never sleep on planes. Never, ever. Not in a million years. Never, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> Can't sleep on planes. I fell asleep on the plane and I slept like hours, you know, and it's in the daytime and it was just totally random for me to, 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 to even be able to fall asleep. And when I woke up, it was like, you know, like, I, I just like, where, where am I? Like, what is, what is going on? I just, I felt so relaxed in that, just in that moment, just the realization of I'm going home. And maybe going home, you know, my house and where we live here on this beautiful island, like it's a manifestation of feeling at home inside my own body, inside my own skin. And perhaps making my way back home has to, has to involve a little bit, you know, of me coming back to also who I am when I'm not a mom, right? You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. Leah Luna loves showing her 12 teeth to strangers on the street. Even more, she loves brushing her teeth, although she gets a little frustrated when she still needs some help from mom. Like Leah Luna, Quip knows how important taking care of your oral hygiene is, and their team of dentists and designers is focused on helping you take care of your mouth better. Quip has combined dentistry and design to make the perfect electric toothbrush. More than that, Quip eliminates all those difficulties in keeping on top of your oral hygiene. With a built-in timer to make sure you brush for the dentist-recommended two minutes, this toothbrush packs just the right amount of vibrations with guiding pulses alerting you when to switch sides. And Quip offers all of this and more at a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes. Quip is easily my most refreshing travel companion. No charger or wires means Quip is compact and light. The wireless mirror mount declutters the bathroom and doubles as a travel cover as well. Brushing twice daily has never been easier at home or on the road. Quip also offers amazing subscription plans that are for your health, not just for your convenience. You're delivered new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. It's no wonder that Quip is loved by everyone. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, and they are the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. 
Plus, they're packed by a network of thousands of happy brushers using Quip every single day. One of them could be you. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash yogagirl right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash yogagirl. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash yogagirl. That was what I kind of spent the rest of the flight really immersing myself in. And instead of feeling this panicky feeling, what am I going to do with myself for five days? It became like, wait, what am I going to do with myself for five days? (laughs) It became this totally, totally exciting thing. Like, whoa, I have five days. I have five whole days alone, like, (laughs) but like good alone, like alone where I can do exactly what I want. I mean, really exactly what I want. And it's just like, I can stay up as late as I want for whatever reason. Like I can binge watch watch movies if that's what I want to do. I can like sleep as late as I want in the morning. I can sleep in, I can sleep all day. I can, I I can go out dancing. I can like, I can work if that's what I want to do. But just like the, the possibilities here, I mean, they're sort of, they're not endless, but you know, because there's a part of me that, you know, sometimes like, and this is like a super simple, stupid thing. Venice and I will be watching like a show that we like on, on Netflix. Um, what are we watching right now? Like, oh, we watched Money Heist really recently. If you haven't watched it, you must. It's so good. And, uh, and it's so good. You know, you just want to kind of binge watch it and watch another show and or another episode and then another episode. And then inevitably it's like, oh my God, it's too late. I, uh, you know, I start feeling guilty. Like I can't be up this late because I don't want to not be like on my A game in the morning when I wake up, when the baby wakes up. I don't want to be grumpy and like tired and cranky when I'm taking care of the baby. I want to wake up and like be the best mom ever. So I, you know, and that's, this is legitimately true. So I'll be like, no, let's, we have to go to bed so that we can be like, you know, fresh face when the baby wakes up. And that's also like, there's guilt involved in that, you know, little, little, little stuff like that. It's just super weird that I even feel that way, that I even think that way. So the thought of just, okay, I can do whatever just because I feel like it, right? Or, you know, and that's not really the route that I'm going, but I decided, okay, I'm going to make a schedule for myself and I'm going to pretend that these five days are like a little mini retreat. Or what the fuck, pretend? I don't even have to say pretend. I am officially right now in this moment on retreat. I'm retreating. (laughs) I'm not panicking. I haven't left my family behind. I have gone on a retreat <laughs> in my house <laughs> at home. Well, is there something is there something wrong with that? Does anybody want to judge me? Cuz I'm done judging myself. I mean, I'm really done judging myself at least for this time around or for this trip. I am going to uh here's what I have planned so far. Uh I'm going to do yoga twice a day really twice a day. Uh, and yes, I happen to know this great studio in Aruba. It's called Island Yoga. If you haven't been, you should go. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to take classes twice a day uh, the way I would if I, you know, if I traveled somewhere to to go on a retreat. I am going to detox, even though I really don't like that word, but really I'm going to not drink any wine because we've drank, we've had a lot of wine over these these past couple of weeks, like the amount of celebrating that we have done. Oh, my body is totally ready for for a cleanse right now. I'm not going to eat any sugar. I'm going to just, you know, get back to my regular normal, like, you know, I'm I'm like craving salads and green juice and normal, like I want to make my own smoothies in the morning. I haven't made a smoothie for 10 weeks. Like we haven't had a kitchen. Oh, 
just normal, you know, you know, nothing extreme, but just, yeah, no, no alcohol, no sugar, yoga twice a day. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to take long baths every evening, booking acupuncture. I'm going to take a massage. I'm going to get a pedicure. I'm going to really like all out, just do things just for me. This is, this is just what it's going to be. <laughs> so now instead of feeling all panicky, I feel like I'm on a vacation <laughs> and it's sort of the most beautiful way. And also interesting because we technically, I mean, I don't know if it counts as vacation if you work every day and I work every day, um, but we have been traveling and we have been doing beautiful things and, and gone beautiful places, but I haven't felt like I've been on vacation once, like not one day. Okay. Probably because I, I, I work, work a lot, you know, on the go as well. But it's funny to me that I come home and now I feel like I'm on vacation because I'm home and this is like the one place I want to be. So when I landed and I got off the plane and this was just so beautiful because if, I don't know if anybody's listening, if you've ever flown into Aruba, Aruba is a really small island, whichever direction you fly in from, you fly in, you know, over the ocean and it's just, and it's a special ocean. It's special to me because it's home, but it's a special ocean because it's turquoise and crystal clear and, and, you know, gorgeous like hues of blue and it's it's really really beautiful and as we approach the island I could just kind of feel all the hairs stand up on the back of my arms it was like my body was like oh my god oh my god it's happening it's happening we're coming home we're coming home <laughs> and we land and get off the plane and then like uh, I come home and you know it's it's this house I, I love this house so much I mean, I, lo I love my home so, so, so much. Uh, when we landed last time, when we flew from France, we flew to Sweden. Uh, Lea Luna did this really funny thing. Where, I mean, she hates flying. She's really not great on flights, but she really, really hates flying. And when we landed, she ran around the airport when we were waiting for our luggage. And she kept throwing herself on the floor, touching the floor with her hands. It was like she was like checking that the floor was there and that we're back on the ground, you know? And I thought that was there's such a beautiful thing. And that's sort of how I felt when I came home. I, I walked like from room to room and the whole house just touching the walls, my furniture, like my my dining room table. It's just like oh, everything here is so sacred, so sacred to me. Oh, my God, I could just cry now saying it. But I, <laughs> I, I love it here. <laughs> I love it here so much. And I'm in this space of just absolute mind-blowing, insane gratitude to have a home like this. And I just, you know, that it's special because it's it's, it's special in, the, in a material way. Like it's beautiful in a material way, but it's home because we've made it home, right? And technically we could make a home anywhere, but here, like my roots are here. I live here. This is, this is, this is my whole, oh, my whole life. And right now, I guess as a mom, my sense of grounding and feeling at home in me sort of relies on me having that space, that sacred space of home. So I'm just, I'm just not going to be traveling a whole lot <laughs> coming up. I mean, that's, that's a, a, a big takeaway for me. I like to go where happiness is and clearly now happiness is in my home. So that's where I will be. You are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. 
However challenging the traveling was, it was so much fun exploring Stockholm with Luna and Dennis. We were blessed with beautiful weather and I'm still reminiscing about our beautiful transition from spring to summer, even though now I'm back in Aruba where seasons don't change. Another great way to get in the spirit for each coming season is with this amazing seasonal subscription box called FabFitFun. FabFitFun is a great way for women to treat themselves and discover new products. Every box you receive will contain amazing surprises of full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness and wellness products. There will never be sample sizes of anything. Knowing that something is coming in the mail for me full of goodies is always so much fun. And when I open my box and see cool makeup cases with my favorite Tarte products, colorful beach towels, moisturizers, body butters, jewelry, and more, I can't help but feel extra prepared for hitting the beach now that I'm back in Aruba. FabFitFun delivers boxes four times a year as the seasons change and for only $49.99 a box, which is an amazing value. If you're up for it, there's also an editor's box available for purchase in between seasonal boxes. newly discovered items and favorite treasures from past boxes. And don't miss out, the FabFitFun Summer Box is available right now. In every box, you'll find amazing goodies like a Yumi Cube train case and periwinkle, a Hava mineral hand cream, a Spongel papaya yuzu box flower body wash, and much, much more. Sign up for FabFitFun today to get your summer's editor's box. Use my code Rachel to get $10 off of your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use the promo code Rachel to get $10 off of your first box. That's over $200 worth of things for only $39.99. Go to fabfitfun.com using the code Rachel to get $10 off of your first box. And after I kind of, you know, familiarized myself back with the house and of course, like, of course, I mean, that that's the first thing I did before I, <laughs> before I went around hugging the walls and the furniture you know, I hugged the dogs and the goats and I took them for a walk. And and the, the, the girls, my assistants who were helping us take care of the house were sharing in the drive over from the airport that uh, Penny, so we have two goats, Penny and Lucy. Um, and Penny, it's like, she's very territorial. She's almost like a dog. She's, she's a really specific temperament. She has a really amazing personality. And they said that they have bruises from her ramming them <laughs> because she's been like really territorial and she doesn't want anybody to walk into the pen. And then, you know, I walk into the goat pen and she just runs up to me and like puts her head in my lap and she just wants her belly scratched. And I mean, she is like a dog. <laughs> and then I like, oh, I could just cry because I have these amazing, I mean, this, our family, it's not just me and Dennis and Looney and Ringo. Like we have another four at home um, that just can't travel because they're big. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing, this whole global going everywhere thing. Um, but it, it definitely, definitely will be scaling down on that. I mean, that's, that's really big. So now here I am. <laughs> I, uh, I took a swim. The first thing I did completely naked, I just laid there, um, floating and just, you know, looking at the sky and the cacti and our garden around us. And, you know, and I had another cry, of course, which is the cry that comes after a lot of tension or after a lot of fear or after frustration, you know, that kind of uh, a cry of release. I got to say, it's my favorite type of cry. I mean, I love crying. <laughs> I love all sorts of cries. Um, I am a very emotional person, but that cry, the release of like, ah, oh, I mean, it's the best. So I was just like floating naked in our pool, crying, crying, crying grateful to be home and uh, I was beating myself up I mean 
if you haven't noticed by listening to this podcast, I beat myself up about a lot of shit. I like to think everybody does and I'm not alone in it. Maybe I'm alone in sharing all of it all the time, but I, I beat myself up about a lot of things. Um, you know, I should be a better mom and I should be, I should not be a better mom. I should be like the best mom, always energized and happy and excited and never leave my baby for anything other than, you know, putting food on the table and not a lot. And I should, I should do, should and should, like I, sh- I should myself. Who is it that says that? Is that Jen Pasteloff? Jen, if you're listening, is that you? <laughs> Don't should all over yourself. I think that's a Jen Pasteloff quote. Um, we have to get rid of those fucking shoulds. Like all the shoulds, you know, I should be doing this, should be doing that. Maybe I should not be doing anything else than just <sighs> look for happiness, be where happiness is, or at least, um, you know, put myself in the way of happiness, at least. So if I know, okay, happiness is around here, maybe don't fight it, don't struggle it, don't go other places because I should, you know, I should see my family more. That's another thing. Well, should I really... I see my family a lot, like for being a person who lives on another continent, I see my family like a whole lot. I should be what I should be like more successful in my business. Like I, I probably should not maybe even, you know, <laughs> work more than I am right now. I mean, I, I, I work all the time. I should be a more present mom. Like I'm with my baby all day, every day. You know, I don't go to a nine to five job. Like all these things when I tell myself I should do something, should this or should that. It puts me in a place where I just beat myself up so much. I feel completely drained and sad and not enough. And like, I'm no matter what I do, I'm not, it's not, it's never sufficient. It's never enough ever. Or maybe I could just ease up a little bit and this easing up it's a whole lot easier when you feel good in your body so I think that's why these past 10 weeks I've been particularly hard on myself because I haven't been feeling good and when you don't feel good you look for things and for reasons as to why things aren't you know why things are wrong or why why you're not doing good enough or why things should be different and now here I'm home very excited for these coming days. I mean, holy shit. One of the favorite things, I mean, my favorite, one of my favorite things is coming back from a trip and unpacking. I love, I love unpacking. I'm kind of a crazy person that way. No, no one loves unpacking. I love unpacking. I love organizing. I love cleaning. Like I'm just, and Dennis hates it. And I just, it's just, you know, when we come home from a trip together, normally he just wants to lie on the couch and just decompress and relax. And I want to like clean the whole house and get everything in order. And I like to unpack every bag immediately right away as soon as I get home. So it's squared away and done. And now I can do all of that and I can go crazy with it. I mean, really, I can do it like guilt-free. Like there's no one, no one asking me for, for anything right now for all, all of, all these days. Holy shit, man. (laughs) Ah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually really excited. Of course, you know, as everybody knows my emotions, I'm like a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, maybe when I go to bed and, you know, I'm alone in a dark bedroom without my husband and without my baby, maybe I'll feel super emotional and sad again. But if I do, it's okay. And I'll take that as it comes. But I'm very determined right now to make the most out of this trip, <laughs> to make the most out of this retreat. I'm not going to wallow. I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm not going to feel guilt or shame. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to go to the beach. Oh, I'm going to go to the beach every day swim in the ocean. I'm going to go for runs. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do yoga twice a day. Oh, maybe I'll just, oh, like, oh, I'm going to find like a new show on Netflix that I'm going to watch alone. Like a show that Dennis normally wouldn't want to watch. Oh, 
what else should I do? Oh my God, you guys, maybe, maybe give me, give me some more suggestions. And for a moment I was like, oh, I'm going to take like a complete detox from all technology. I'll put my phone and my computer away. But then I felt like, no, but I want to, like, I want to be on my phone too. Like I want to talk to Dennis and I want to check in with like social media, you know, so I should do what I want to do. Not, you know, not should all over myself by saying I should detox and be away. I just, no fucking judgment of any kind. I'm going to do exactly what I want to do for these five days because it's a privilege. Holy shit that I'm able to do this. So no more wallowing in pity and uh, <sighs> life, man. <laughs> life, 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 life. I want to... Um, see if I can seal this podcast. Hmm. If I can inspire you to move, if you're moving through something similar, maybe you're not. Uh, are you able or are you doing these sort of things for yourself? And if you are beating yourself up the way I am, I mean, knowing that and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, very, very, very sure that this is true. I mean, no one beats, our, beats ourselves up the way we do. No one judges us the way we do. So if you feel guilt or shame about taking time and doing things just for yourself, just see if you can drop it. And that's a, it's a challenging thing to drop it, dropping an emotion and, and just arriving at a place of acceptance. But, but really, because what's the point? I could spend five days in Aruba completely miserable right now and I would not be doing anyone any good and I would be just as stressed when Dennis and Luna come back as I was when I left. So I really want to take advantage of this. And if there's space for you in your life to do the same, I mean... I really needed that stewardess to tell me that, you know, home, it's the best destination. Like I needed a little click to, to snap out of that, of that yeah, panic <laughs> that I was feeling. And maybe you need a little snap as well. Maybe a friend or maybe just ask the universe for a little bit of, for a little bit of guidance. That's also, it's another part of my toolbox. I didn't share a lot about that, but asking for divine help when we need it is a big thing. So if you need a break, take it. <laughs> Oh my God, take it. If you need a break, take it. If you're you know, nervous about being alone, try it. And of course, I'm very confident saying this day one. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to day five and I'm like fr a frazzled mess. You know, who knows, who knows? And of course, whatever comes my way over this next week, I will share that transparently as well. But if you want to take a break, take it. And you don't even have to deserve it. You can take a break because you want to take a break. And if you have that space in your life where you can get, you know, if you have babies, if you can get a babysitter or a family member or someone to step in and help out so you can really take a day or half a day or five days or whatever you need um, just for you and not fill that time with, yeah, with things that are on your should-do list like work or, you know, house or um, errands or to-do lists, whatever. No, like get out of the should-do list and get on the want-to-do list because that's a totally different thing. At least it is for me. And uh, I want to say a, a big thank you to every every single person out there who's been sharing your own stories and uh, just knowing that I'm not the only one who feels this kind of guilt and shame when it comes to to, to motherhood. Um, it makes me feel way less alone and it makes me feel more normal. Like, okay, maybe I can talk about this more and I'm not just like a, a freak, you know, who leaves my baby. Like we all go through these things. So share, 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 share. I'll see you next week. Um, and uh, hmm, right now, actually, I'm going to go draw a bath. <sighs> Holy shit. Okay. I love you so much. And I'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. You can find all of these on rachelbraithen.com, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you normally get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you are there. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work. And of course, thanks to my sponsors, TransferWise, Felix Great, Quip, and FabFitFun. Please support them the way they support this podcast. I'll see you next week.